0: Though no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. James Sherman You're listening to an Inside Quote episode from EWS, where inspiration from iconic quotes is translated into practice, and wisdom can be embodied into one's life. Get ready to unpack essential principles and enjoy. Hi there. For today's Inside Quote, the first for the start of EWS second season, I chose a quotation that seems to be catchy, I know, with an inspirational style and that's apparently simple, like it came straight from a motivational page on Instagram or Pinterest, but no, well, in fact, I'm not sure from where I retrieved it as I have a bunch of quotes here prepared for the episodes in this series, however, I guess it was from some YouTube channel I follow and I am a fan of. Wait, just a useful reminder, we know you're investing precious time here, so you can also efficiently work your listening experience by checking the timestamps at the end of these episode show notes. You can click over them to jump directly to the pieces that you find most interesting to your needs and wishes. As for my wish, your review and subscription to EWS Podcast. By doing so, we will be able to offer the listeners more quality content regularly to improve the mental game in sports and work. Until you decide on that, keep enjoying this. Anyways, that doesn't matter that much, but I tracked back to the source, and it is from author James R. Sherman who wrote 19 books so far, the majority in the non-fiction and personal development category. This one came out from the book Rejection, How to Survive Rejection, and Promote Acceptance, which is, I must say, an interesting title. I wasn't able to know more about the books, and neither I was able to find more information about James. What I can say is that between the books there are the magic of humor in caregiving, and farewell to fear. But back to the quote is what matters. Here again. Though no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. I should say that I will go in several directions with this one and not get constricted to solely one perspective. So, take that in consideration if you thought you got it completely at first glance and bear with me please. Also, alongside this, you may find that the first views I provide and I will share on it can be, in fact, more straightforward and superficial. However, in the end, I will leave you with some notes for more profound approaches that could be unpacked from there, for you to put it into perspective and consider other types of work. And all of this is with the purpose to not only efficiently work sport, but also efficiently work one's overall well-being. So, to start, we might deconstruct the quote into two evident pieces. First, that one cannot go back and create a new start. And second, that one can start something in the present and make a new ending. So, let's break this down further. it's clear that it's impossible to change the past. It's imprinted. One cannot go back and alter something that's already done. For as much as one makes the effort, to my knowledge, that kind of incredible superpower or technology isn't yet available. Still, we can think about cases where a person tries to redeem herself, tries to clean out some worse attitude that she had, by showing regret and promising new and more appropriate or respectful behaviours. I will not go over this specifically, but you can easily think about a conflict, let's say, between lovers, a blunder on school, or some rashful action in sports training toward a teammate or coach. Those sort of things can certainly be mendable, but I'm not here to speak of those. I want to focus more on those cases where one is fixed on some occasion from his or her past, in which there's a, an associate remorse, a shame, sadness, or a loss of some kind. And the key word here is indeed fixed, a person that is fixed, or even better, ruminating on some past occurrence. And I want to dwell uh, for a bit on this. See? Depending on circumstances and personality predispositions, a person can become very obsessed with thoughts about unpleasant or quote-unquote negative past events or mistakes. And to this mental process of constantly dwelling and wandering unproductively, psychologists call it rumination. You know, just standing inert, thinking too much about the disturbing event, only to find oneself becoming more distressed about that same thing and not finding any kind of resolution. Well, what you just heard was something probably easy to understand. But to assimilate this or put it into practice is a harder task for sure. At EWS we aim to translate the theory and mental principles into practice the best way possible. But it all comes down to you. Take a moment to really reflect. Is this good for me? What can I do today to implement it? Again, the keyword practice. How can you translate this into practice? Practice it and go ahead. Keep enjoying the process of efficiently working sports. And with this, I set the stage for a short rant on acceptance and on letting go, I believe. You see, There can be plenty of reasons, and it's perfectly natural for a person to be thinking about a mistake. Mistakes are normal, and only by getting the notion, by getting in the notion that they are normal, one is able to accept them and not feel stuck or keep criticizing oneself for the sake of it and not proceeding on more productively. I will talk more about this, and DWS talks more about how to deal with failure and so on, but, however, we could make a case of a certain change of the personal past. Without getting into much detail, you see, psychologically or symbolically, a person can challenge the effects some events had on them. I mean, by the power of reinterpreting them and embodied their meanings in an alternative fashion. It all starts by gaining full awareness to what the person is at effect of. And, by the way, this is exactly one thing that came up while speaking with former world boxing champion, now an actor, Michael Bent. And this interview will be available in the next weeks. And this is not an easy process, what I was saying about. It's not an easy process to gain this conscience. Far from it. It takes some courage openness and curiosity, and a more critical questioning and reflection into the psychological processes of oneself. And again, this is a hard task. This is made in order to gain clarity and achieve those kinds of insights. And for this, engaging in a safe and productive psychotherapy can help a ton. Way, excuse me, before you continue on for the episode, I will just ask you for a review. This is a common request, I know, and I imagine it can be tedious to do so, to divert now, and I am aware you as a listener just want to grow through. However, if you do so on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, it makes an important contribution for EWS growth and for us to keep providing relevant contents for you to actualize your sports practice and mental game and also for me to be able to continue to bring in great guests. Moreover, each month we randomly select their two winners to receive exclusive material that will assist them reaching their full sporting potential. Also, it is important for me to hear your feedback, so head over there please, the links are in the description as always alongside with the timestamps. See ya! Anyways, I will unravel a bit more on this at the end. As for now, I just wanted to focus on that existing possibility of interpreting past events in a different way, so that the meaning, or the energy, we could say, is more releasing and empowering, making the person energized instead of demoralized, more capable instead of incapable, more encouraged and resourceful instead of hopeless, and helpless. And when I say to interpret in a different fashion, is not simply to think of the past with a more positive look, as we often hear about. This is not a matter that is mindlessly achieved by instructing oneself to take a different perspective or give it a bright look on the past without considering the emotions associated. I mean, We could be thinking of this just in terms of a pure cognitive work, what some psychologists call a cognitive restructuring, and implement this strategy. But we should always consider that it may well be more complex than that. And so we should take in consideration, again, the emotions of the person, his state, his current situation on the different realms of his life also towards that past event specifically, and the needs and wishes of that person related with that. But again, more on this for the end. Continuing on, funneling this down to more of a sports context, the dissatisfaction from past events and the associated obsessive desire that an occurrence have happened in a more likable way can bring feelings of guilt, frustration and hopelessness unfortunately, for example for making a mistake on an important moment during a competition match, for letting down the rest of the team, or for simply missing a penalty, whatever, all these things can be patched into the ones of not staying up to the level of one's standards, or imposed ones for that matter. And this can bring a big distress and, consequently, unstabilize an athlete's psyche or the next practices he engages with. So, it is extremely important to deal effectively and efficiently with these cases and obstacles. To prepare an athlete to cope with these difficult moments is to help them in various ways, which EWS continuously share on its episodes, but one that is key And possibly the main purpose of this episode is the way of letting go of that misfortune or mistake. You see, only by taking in consideration that it is natural to fail, one can start to accept it and move on. One can start to get rid of that ache, that particular ache that is now blocking him or her. Because let's just go back for a moment. What's the benefit of criticizing oneself hardly for a mistake? Won't we be better served if we are more compassionate and comprehensive towards others and our own mishaps? Really, there's no good reason for that or to stay ashamed if it is just a technical mistake. And as I've told before, look at the word MISTAKE one can always assume it as a way of finding a more precise way of going around it, about it. And take another take. No problem. Just a miss take. Anyway, although we could make the case that As a thought or as a fact, an athlete could not make the first team anymore this year, for example, and has lost that opportunity when made that quote-unquote crucial mistake. Even if we assume that that's the tragic negative case in reality, one can always accept that time is gone and keeps going by this time. And so... With that in mind, the athlete can brace himself and do the best with what he has available to focus on what's within his or her control, become more resourceful by training harder or smarter and or smarter and show the rest of the team his strength of character. Even if it still needed some development technically or physically, this is the way to go. And what I want to emphasize and to convey here is this fact of catching the opportunities at hand one has at each present moment with what's available. Because as we say in Portugal, it makes no sense to cry over spilled milk, neither it is productive to rain over and over, over the wet soil. From here one can always remember that any skill is improvable if one faces appropriate challenges consistently and maintains this flexible spirit. So, really accept it and take in your mind that no one can go back and make a brand new start. Now, going on to the second part with this more uplifting or at least hopeful sense. You can start now and make a brand new ending, James said in his book. And really, think about it. How much more free from constraints would you feel and from internal punishment or any other kind of heaviness would you feel if you accepted the past is the past and there's no reason to have shame keep you back anymore? How much more productive would you be if you let go Of that and focus on what's within your control. On what you can manifest through your trainings or in your life wherever mishaps occur, if only you can maintain calm and step by step get aligned with your ideal values for producing better outcomes in the future. At any second, one can make the switch and really create a new outcome, make that brand new ending and I feel this is liberating somehow. And this brings me to mind the thing that I kept telling myself and screamed to my colleagues while I was an athlete, which was, whenever a play in soccer didn't go so well, or when a teammate missed a, short, a shot or any easy pass, I would always tell, forget about it, move ahead for the next one. I believe this is a great concise example that sums this IQ up. Because with that, I was fiercely trying to make me or my teammate let go of the past play that was already lost and wasn't no way back to recovering it and make us focus now solely on and entirely for the next play, for the present moment. Because only from there, we could go for the victory. Hey you, athlete, student or worker of some kind. We want to know real cases, so tell us, from what you've heard, what have you been missing out? What is one idea that popped into your mind while listening? Feel free to share in the comments so we can assist you further. See ya! So, this inside quote, although seemingly simple, really transmits this light yet inspiring feel that one could start to work towards his goals, also with more lightness in his spirit. And speaking of that as a desirable state to be in, I retrieve to finish the topic of psychotherapy. Again, adding to the considerations I've made before regarding that the process presented here, although beautiful and positive, ain't as always easy to achieve. Many times a superficial encouragement from teammates or coaches or a cognitive work, although with the best intentions, is not enough to resolve. Many times a person can get stuck on those feelings of shame, of guilt, of helplessness, and may, from there, easily get apathetic, or lethargic, or even depressive. And there's nothing intrinsically wrong with the person per se, nor is it a sign of a lack of a tough spirit, or whatever. It's natural to have those difficulties. Sometimes a deeper work is needed and a more profound reflection about oneself is the way to go in order to get unstuck. And that's why I use this space and EWS podcast overall to bring back into light the topic of psychotherapy. There are psychological processes harder to unveil, and the engagement in a fruitful therapy can bring clarity to them. Also, pasting to the topics I presented on this episode so far, we can talk simply about personal decisions. Those kind of good and thoughtful decisions where one gets the sense from one moment to another, out of the blue, that it was a bad decision after all. And it can be very distressing to feel that you have had a bad idea, when at the moment, when you took it, it felt right. Again, this relates to those feelings of shame or regret that can get unproductive and bring in a state of sticky rumination. Finding yourself in those kinds of ambivalence is frustrating, but to learn to position yourself there, mindful of what's at stake and accepting what's a natural part of the human condition is the way to go again. And again, in a psychotherapy context, you can pay attention and listen to both both sides of this coin. It can surely be productive, liberating, and a way to move forward more at ease, with more satisfaction through your journey. Hope you enjoyed. Until next time, take care. We hope these messages got across well to assist you in efficiently work in your sport. For more information, go to ewsport.eu and get in touch with expert interviews and other types of posts.